You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. It is Mo. It is Scott. It is the Raider Nation Mailbag Show here on Silver and Black today on this Wednesday in Odyssey Original Podcast. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you have not already done so. Auto-download helps significantly. Helps us. It helps you. And we appreciate it all the time. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit subscription and the notification bell. Ring that bell. Ring my bell. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm, I'm breaking into disco and I can't sing. But nonetheless, do the bell for us and you'll get notified anytime Mo and I are on your screen. Yes. So thank you. All right. We're diving right back into the mailbag as we look at some of this stuff, um, here's a question. This is from Russ Glenn. He did not give us a location. Russ, you got to get back your address. But nonetheless, he says, hey, guys, here's a question for you. I really believe this Raiders team can still make a playoff run. Uh, the games over the next five weeks are more favorable. He obviously listened to the show yesterday. And the Raiders can string together a good win streak. That said, if they don't, at what point do you start selling pieces, which we talked a little bit about yesterday, too, and thinking about the future. I am an unabashed car fan, but if they lose four or five more games, is it time to move on from our quarterback? Again, that's Russ Glenn. That's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, that, one that I can easily answer, though. Yeah. The first part, he said, when would you consider start selling pieces? I would say if they lose to the Texans, it's time to start thinking about selling. Because mm-hmm. if you lose to the Texans, who arguably one of the bottom three teams in the league the Bears and the Panthers in that group, in that trio, you're going to be one in five, right? So at this point, you're looking at, okay, you say 10 and seven is a good spot if you want to make the playoffs. At that point, you're not going eight and two to finish the year. I know it's <laughs> it's, pos- it's mathematically possible, but if you lose to the Texans, you're not you're going, not eight, going and eight and two the rest of the year. Yeah. So you might as well yeah. start selling at that point. If you lose to the Texans, start Dave Ziegler, start picking up the phone, start selling. Um, and the second part of his question, what was the uh, Darren, nah, Derek Carr 
If they lose Derek four Carr. or five more okay. games. If they lose four or five more games, that means that they have at at most or at least um what is that? Nine losses. Right. Five more five more losses. So you're looking you're looking at you know, losing record, eight and nine Seven at best. Yeah. Eight and nine at best. And you're probably not you're probably gonna lose more games than, than that. If you're losing five at this point with that schedule, you're probably losing maybe ten or eleven. Right. So you're looking at maybe a top eight pick. And I would say everything is on the table at that point. If you're in range to get a top quarterback prospect, then everything is in question. Because if you can get, uh, you know, I know CJ Stroud is probably going to be the top of the ladder. Bryce Young, top of the ladder. We'll, you know, we'll see what, happened with, what happens with Levi's. But if you can get a top prospect mm-hmm. at the quarterback position, the most important position in the league, and you cannot think you have an upgrade, everything is available but it's a tricky thing because that window of opportunity they have to to move on for Derek Carr I believe they have to make that decision even before the draft comes up Correct. so you're looking at you're looking at your draft position and thinking do we make a move before the draft i know the San Francisco 49ers did this a couple of years ago for Trey Lance they made a move before the draft well before the draft because they knew they were in line to get a quarterback and move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So with the Raiders, you're looking at, okay, who's available? Because we don't even know if Stroud and Bryce Young are going to come out because they're still underclassmen. So they right. may go back to school. Who knows? But right. you're looking at who's available, what's our draft position, and if you can get one of those top prospects that you feel great about, then I would say it's a possibility that they move on from Derek Carr. Yes. Yeah. So if you losing record happens, Derek Carr's future becomes uncertain. Yeah, and even even if it's not that bad, I think I think if you if you finish below five hundred at all, right, then then I think it comes into question. But it, uh, certainly not just based on the draft. But then you have to decide what do you have to put into place there. Do you do you if you can move up if 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 all three of those quarterbacks come out right. So if you have Levis, if you have um, a Bryce Young, and you have C.J. Stroud all come out, and you have a top eight pick and you can trade up a few if people are willing to do that, especially teams who already have quarterbacks, then you have to seriously think about that. And and you can think about that early to your point about the opt out. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I think, I think this off season, no matter what happens with this Raiders team is going to be one of extreme change again, no matter how it ends up. I don't care if they make the playoffs or not. I think they have to retool. We've seen that they, they don't have the right pieces on defense completely yet. On offense, they still got to address the line. They have to address the line. They have everything else. If Darren Waller doesn't come back and find his groove again and Foster Moreau can't stay healthy, you got to need a tight end. I mean, there's a lot of pieces here and a lot of what-ifs, and I know we sit here in week six and seven uh, talking about what's going to happen next year, but these are things this team's going to have to think about. I have a suggestion that some Raider fans are going to roll their eyes and some are going to probably cheer for this. But I think it's more likely that the Raiders would trade for a young quarterback who doesn't fit with his current team than draft one. Let's say if they're outside the top 10 and they can't trade up, because let's be honest, the Panthers are are going to draft a quarterback. Mm -hmm. I could see the Houston Texans, even though Davis Mills had an opportunity, still has an opportunity to secure the job there. I see the Texans getting a quarterback. And, you know, so and whoever else is ahead of the Raiders or has a worse record than the Raiders, the, the commanders could probably the draft Lions. the quarterback. The Lions. The Lions. I, and I know Jared Goff has had his flashes, but I could the Seahawks, if they fall apart, I could see them drafting a quarterback. I know Gina Smith had a stretch of good games, but did play well against the Cardinals. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But 
as I said, Commanders, another team, I think, would draft the quarterback. But if the Raiders aren't in position, let's say they can't move up and get a quarterback. I would think that the Raiders, if they wanted to, this is if they wanted to move on from Derek Carr. I'm not saying they're going to move on from Derek Carr. So, you know, yes, you did. Calm, your, calm, calm your jets a little <laughs> bit. But if they if they want to move on to Derek Carr and they can't draft the top quarterback prospect in 2023, I would suggest going out to get Justin Fields because Ooh. I I don't I don't think the Bears are all in on Justin Fields because I don't they think didn't so either. Put, they didn't put enough around him. He has one receiver in, in Darnell Mooney. He has a very bad offensive line. They just didn't do enough to <laughs> help him succeed this year, regardless of what they say. I think they're going to wind up moving on from them because the Bears are going to probably have one of the top five draft picks, and they'll have a, they'll probably have a seat to get a C.J. Stroud if he comes out, or Bryce Young, or Levis out of Kentucky. I can see them replacing Justin Fields with and another Ohio State quarterback, <laughs> right? And they, another and they host. Go, I, oh. right. Well, and. and and I you would could, suggest getting Justin Fields. Well. Yeah, and you can do that. And I don't know. It's not. I don't think it. Well, it might cost you a first round pick. It might not. But if it's a mid first rounder or a second round pick, whatever the compensation is, it's worth the flyer. Because if not, you're at that point. You're kind of in rebuilding mode again. If you're the Raiders, you know, mid rebuilding mode versus completely stripped down mode, and you're probably going to have a high draft pick next year too. So we'll see. But I, I think you're right about Justin Fields. I think. That Bears organization, like the Bears organization tends to do, completely mismanaged him, uh, did not build a team around him. And by the way, I think the coaching sucks. I really do. I don't think the coaching there has been good. You know, they keep blowing out coaching staffs, and they don't get any better. So I, I And Raider fans might relate to that, too, going back several, several years. But it just seems odd to waste that talent, and the kid's getting killed back there. He's got no protection whatsoever. Uh, so if you're going to do that, that's a good call. Um, any other young quarterbacks out there that you think uh, that aren't named Drew Locke that would be, uh, <laughs> would be somebody that you would consider in that situation? I wouldn't consider him, but I see the connection. If let's say Bailey Zappi takes over the job in New England, yeah. Remember the Patriots drafted Mac Jones with jo- when Josh McDaniels was there. And ah. he had a decent he had a decent year under Josh McDaniels. If Billy mm-hmm. Zappi takes over for the Patriots and Mac Jones becomes available and they want to move on from Derek Carr, I can see the, the Raiders wanting Mac Jones. By wow. the way, he took Jared, he took Jared Stidham with him. Why wouldn't he want to take the starting yeah. quarterback who played well under him with him if if he's gonna move if. on? Big, big, big if. We're totally out there in the twilight zone asking questions. All right. Thanks for that question. All right. Now we go on a Darren Waller question. It's actually more of a comment. (laughs) And this is from John in Walnut Creek out in East Bay. He says, Darren Waller does not love football anymore. He loves a point guard. It's time to get rid of him. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wow. So let me, wow. Let, me, uh, let me unpack that a little bit because there's some... Uh, <laughs> There's some emotion in there. Yeah, of course. Should should these guys not fall in love? Like, should they not have a significant other? I mean, I, I won't ask Tom Brady that question, but other players who are married or have girlfriends, like we just celebrated, we saw the fans celebrating Max Crosby having a new baby with his girlfriend. Like, 
I don't know why that's used as a diss, I should say, right? Because they think it's distracting. Well, does that mean every relationship distracts you from football or is it only the guys who seem like they're not performing well? And then it's an excuse. But if he's performing well and he's going everywhere with Kelsey Plum, then it's okay. See, I don't understand it. You're disappointed. Let me, let me say this, John, in Walnut Creek. You're disappointed in, Aaron, in, in Darren Waller's play, as you should be, okay? Questioning whether he not want, wants to play football anymore, that even might be on the table, okay? But the Kelsey Plum, th- I don't, people just need to leave it alone, my view, Mo. You, you feel any different? You know what, Scott, though? Before the Kelsey Plum stuff started popping up, people were questioning Music. how much he liked football last year. Remember when he missed that stretch and he didn't yeah. come back until the Raiders kind of dug themselves out of a right. hole? People are questioning if, you know, is he all in or is he just a front runner? He's just in it when the Raiders are doing well, when he's getting, you know, all the yards and touchdowns. How much does he love football? People have been questioning about him back well, it was to the, last year. It was the hip hop thing last year too, remember? When he put yep. out his new record yep. and he's like, yep. oh, he's all in the hip hop. He doesn't care. Here, here's what I don't get. Um and I, I kind of understand where fans are coming from because he's not playing well, so they're wondering what's going on. A player who who racked up 1,100-plus yards in back-to-back seasons doesn't just fall off. There's got to be something going on there. So that's where the speculation comes from. Oh, does he like football? Is his relationship coming in between? Because, as you said, if he was playing well, these questions wouldn't be coming up. So, I you know, that's that's the fan perspective. I wouldn't go there because I, I don't know what's in the man's head or heart, so no. I'm not going to say he doesn't love football. What I will also say is that I don't get – how people think that football players can't have a life outside of football and still be productive on the field. Like it it doesn't have to be one or the other. You don't have to either have a relationship off the field with someone or have a relationship with football on the field. And it's, you know, this or that. So in that, cause in that case, Scott, once I get married, I guess Mo's going to be gone (laughs) for the show because I won't be fully invested in this show. I'll have a marriage and kids to worry about. So I can't, you know, I can't be bothered being on the show talking Raiders. Well, and that, that was the point I was going to make is like, does that mean that if you have any job, you're not fully into your job because you have a significant other? I mean, it's just crazy. So, John, I don't mean any disrespect, man. We certainly appreciate you listening and your yeah. question and your comment because we don't always agree with the comments or questions that come in. And that's totally cool. We got a problem with that. And he's and, not and the only one. He's no, not the only no, he's one. not. But the questioning is love of football and his desire to be on the field. Absolutely on the table. But I'm not going to blame it on an innocent party because they happen to have a relationship. It's not because he has a relationship, okay? It's because of other reasons. We don't know what they are. To your point, we're not in the man's head. But certainly, fans continue to question whether or not he's all in. And it's a fair question. And that's a question that I don't mind asking and talking about because I have my doubts too. But we'll have to see. He's got plenty of time and opportunity, hopefully back with the Texans, against the Texans on Sunday. I will say this. If if Darren Waller wasn't all in, I think he would make a bigger stink about his contract. Because you remember mm. he was going through the contract. Yep. Dispute. There was yep. not one point where we thought, oh, Darren Waller is going to hold out for more money. He had always said, look, whether I get a deal or not, I, you know, my age is going to handle that. I'm all invested in the team. So that's what I'm saying. I, I don't get where people say he's not all invested in the team because if he wasn't, he would be mm-hmm. all about his money and saying, I'm not going to play unless I get a new deal. And that didn't happen. Now he's all about the booty. No, that's what people are saying. I'm just saying. Uh, but but good but good point, though. One last point on that, and that is maybe Darren Waller is just a player who's really good in spots and he's inconsistent. Maybe, maybe that's it. You know, maybe, maybe Raider Nation, because of those two big years, maybe we've all made him into this Travis Kelsey-like tight end that he's not. Could that be a possibility? 
I think it's possible because fans always think the players, their players are better. Their team's players are better than sure. what they really are. Yeah. You know, because I've been seeing a lot of people saying, you know, not that Darren Wall is number one, but people push back. When I, I dropped a column saying that Mark Andrews had a better year last year than Darren Waller, and that yeah. year put him over Darren Waller in the tight end rankings. And I think Mark Andrews had an all-pro year. He did. Darren Waller's been hurt. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest about Darren Waller. I think part of his lack of production is the fact he's just been hurt a lot. Like, he yeah. hasn't been available. When you're not available, I, that impacts your production on the field over time because these injuries go back, as I said, to last season, last offseason. Right. He's got an ankle, he's got a soldier, he's got a hamstring, this, this, that. That all adds up, especially, you know, at his age. I know people want to say, well, he didn't play a lot early in his career. Still, your biological clock ticks. I know it doesn't tick the same for men and women, but still, when you're <laughs> over 30 and you're getting banged up 16, 17 games a year, it adds up. Takes its toll. I mean, hey, look at look at Tom Brady right now, right? Hey, that's the way age catches up with you for some of us. Some of us stay sprite and young, even at our advanced years. But anyway, yeah, absolutely. Great question. All right, we're going to take our next break, our second break. When we come back, we're going to close out the mailbag show. We got a question from Darren in Scottsdale, and then we have our lightning round. You are listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast, the Wednesday mailbag edition for Raider Nation. Don't go anywhere. 